What's good, everybody? You're listening to a brand new episode of Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks with me, your host, Benjamin Banks, and my co-host, Rebellious D and Trav. What is good, fellas? You know what it is, boy, your boy, hype, excited, chilling. I know. I know. This is, a, this is a special episode for Trav. We got one of his favorite voice actors from one of his favorite movies. The Come greatest. On. The greatest. I'm sure that he's told everybody. I'm sure he's told his mom, <laughs> his brothers, everybody. Told every, I told everybody close to me, man. We got Mr. Jason Marsden as our guest today. And, uh, you know, AKA Max Goof. Max Goof. (laughs) Max Goof, baby. Respect on it. Don't forget. Respect on it, man. He was rich in Static Shock, too, man. You know, Static Again, Haku and A Spirited Away. Bro, he was also uh, Kovu on The Lion Guard. Yeah. So many things, man. So many things, man. Like, he's, he's done so many voice roles and appeared in a lot of live action roles as well. You know what I'm saying? From Boy Meets World to Trojan War. Step by step. This dude's been on two great sitcoms. Full House as well. Full House. Yeah, three, man. And don't don't forget, guys, he's got his new show going on, the Mars Variety. That's true. That's yep. true. Mars Variety show. And we're going to get into all of that before... I mentioned this one last thing. He was also on Hocus Pocus. Can't can't forget about that. Right. So with that being said, let's go ahead and get into today's episode with Mr. Jason Marsden, and let's go ahead and give him a call. Oh, Dad, you ruined it. Sorry about that. Who was he anyway? It's only Powerline Dad, the biggest rock star on the planet. Oh, a lot bigger than Xavier Kugat, the Mambo King. Everybody Mambo! Hey, what's up, Jason? Thank you for joining us today. How are you doing today, man? I'm doing great. Uh, thanks for having me. Thank you for coming I'm on, man. Up. I'm leveling up. Finally, man. It's like <laughs> I've, been, I've been trying to get you up here since last year, and I'm I'm happy that you responded to my message and you wanted to come up here, man. So thank I you. Pre- I appreciate you being diligent. I know that you asked me many times and I just wasn't in a headspace for it. And you were very respectful to that. And, and I appreciate that. And, and, and he, and here we are. You can say it, man. He's a nuisance and you just oh, wanted to get him out your hair. <laughs> hey, look, I like, fine. Wanna, I'll do the show. I don't want to <laughs> repeat things out of school. <laughs> Everything that your co-host said about you is true. They think you're amazing. They think you're amazing. Oh God! Don't don't side with this dude, man. But no, I will. I'm willing to bet I, though that he didn't let he didn't inform you that this is a PG podcast. No, I I I informed Remy. I told Remy that's a PG podcast. Okay. Did I already say something that's gonna that you have to bleep out? No, but if you do, if I can bleep it out, and it'll make for a good laugh. Okay. All right. I will keep it PG. Now, which one of you guys is the wrestler? That's me. Thank you, up. What does that mean, pinkies up? Uh, it's it's like uh, my hand gesture, like you know how Stone Cold used to put up the middle finger. <laughs> yeah, that's that's his but, rock eyebrow. But you're yeah. like this. Yeah, yeah he's you. Like this. Yeah, the pinkies. Yeah, the pinkies. They touch. Like I'm trying. I'm touching the camera right now. There we go. Yeah. Dip, we're all dip, dip, dip. Yeah. So that means is that like if I'm your team, I can tag you. I'm like right yeah, here. yeah, right here. yeah, yeah. I team up with this guy named Diamond Victor Gruff. And that's how we tag in and out of the ring with our pinkies. That's awesome. Do you enjoy it? 
Oh, for sure, man. Like, I've been doing it now for seven years, and I love every moment of it. My son and I, I took it. So I used to live in Mount Juliet, Tennessee, which is uh, in Wilson County. It's about 25 minutes from Nashville in this rural area. And our mail, our post office is like, you know, the size of a car. And in inside, they had posters. And po- they had a poster for a local wrestling circuit. And I was like, no way. I've got to check this out. I had no idea. In my backyard, once a month, across from the Gladeville Community, the Gladeville Community Center, across from the Gladeville Church, was a under was like a, 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 a was it like independent uh, wrestling circuit. Yeah. yeah, it was so much fun. I mean, it was every because I grew up watching WWF. So my guys were like Hulk Hogan and uh, Andre the Giant and Snook Superflies and Jimmy Snooker, all those guys. So bringing my son this, I'm like, dude. He's going to blow your mind. And it, it had everything. It had the stories. It had the, 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 the managers with the, the, the metal briefcase that was all dented up, the, the conniving behind the scenes, the flipping, all that, the people, and the people were going crazy. It, I loved it. I had so much fun. There's somewhere on my Instagram, there's a, a video of me doing a selfie and in the background, like guys are flipping off ropes and stuff like that. It was, it was so much fun, but it's punishing. It's punishing physically for you. How are you? How are you physically? Uh, I'm pretty fine. I mean, like I'm I'm a pretty big guy. Well, I He's used to be. He's a stud, a, man. Look at yeah, him. Yeah, I, I really used to be a really big guy, but you know, I lost a bunch of weight. But uh, I like to hit hard. Um, so <laughs> she said, "It's like so. If I'm going to hit you hard, like I want you to, you know, hit me hard. And if you don't hit me hard, then it's a problem. And I'm just going to keep <laughs> on hitting you harder." I think I think uh, I I think I could take so much pain because when I was a kid, my mom, she used to whoop my ass all the time. So because of that, um, you know, it it made me resistant to a lot of things. So, yeah, thanks. Thank you, mom. Can I have another? Thank you, mom. Can I have another? This is training. Yeah, I was doing that. Yeah, I was a very bad kid. And uh, I I do stand up comedy. I haven't done it in a while. Yeah. But uh but my mom, she came out to, you know, support me for my first show. And I told everybody in the crowd, I was telling, I was telling them a story about my mom. Everybody was weak as hell. And I was just like, hey, don't laugh too hard because she's here in the crowd. Like she might come on stage and whoop my ass. <laughs> you know, so. And she did. And, and she, and she, and she did get mad because she was just like, why was I telling people stories about it? I was just like, cause it's funny. Like, <laughs> Oh, that's that's more dangerous than getting in the ring, wasn't it? Bringing your mom to a, your stand-up show. <laughs> yes, yes, most definitely. Most definitely. Wow, I'm I'm fascinated with with uh, the wrestling. It's I, I mean it's I don't think it's I think it's already demystified for most people, but I mean it's theater. It's true. I mean yeah. it's 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 definitely physical. I mean you guys are definitely putting it all out there. It's physically taxing, but I I have I have love it. I have such admiration for you guys. Yeah, we're professional yeah, stunt. You're out exactly there in Tennessee, man, and that's. That's that. That's the backyard for a lot of wrestling coming up. So I understand. Yeah, I wrestled in Tennessee before. Um, I can't remember what part of Tennessee that I was at, but it, but I wrestled there. It was somewhere in the, it was somewhere in the mountains. It was called Mountain Championship Wrestling. I can't remember where it was. Oh, the Gatlinburg. Was, that's the only mountains I know of near here. Probably, but like it was fun. It was my first time ever coming to Tennessee. I really wish that I could have went to Nashville and. You know, tried the Tennessee barbecue and stuff like that, but most yeah, of the yeah. time, most of the time <laughs> on wrestling road trips, uh, it's like you're going to the show and then you're coming back home. I want to say it was about like a, it was a ten hour drive there, 
And mm-hmm. so it was total, it was about like a 21 hour drive because we, wow. we drove there and then we came back the same night. Just be, just be careful, Benjamin. Just be careful. <laughs> oh, trust trust yeah. me. I they don't am, pay like, you guys I, enough to do what you guys do. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's yeah. very true. He got he got two hot dogs that night, so he's oh, good. There you go. Here's another hot dog. Hot dog in the handshake. Yeah, I mean, like you were saying about indie wrestling, um, it's one of those things where it's like it's in your area, but if mm. you don't know about it, then you don't know. And then when you do find out about it, it's just like okay, it's like this is like WWE, and it's right in my hometown, so I can go to it every month. Yeah, and I get to, I get to interact with the wrestlers, yeah. take pictures with them. Like, I know when I started wrestling, and before I started wrestling, um, I would go to the WWE shows, and I remember, like, after the shows, I would always try to get pictures with the wrestlers when I was younger, but it's like, you know, they would just head straight to their car, and that would be it. And I remember I always said, like, if I ever became a wrestler, if somebody wanted to talk with me, I would always talk with them, and that's one thing that I do. It's like, people talk to me all the time. Like, people message me all the time, so... It's like, you know, I, I'm a very um, approachable person. So, yeah. Why do you think that is that they don't want to talk to, to, to people? Uh, I mean, I they got a long drive, man. This was the early, early to mid 2000. So it's like, I guess it was just a different time period. I'm pretty sure wrestlers nowadays in WWE, it's like if they're walking to their cars, it's just like, yeah, I'll take a picture with you. Sure. But I used to hang most- out in the parking garage and get autographs and pictures and stuff i saw ray mysterio without his mask man in the parking garage yeah. blew my mind because uh, i wondered if they don't want to let down the the character or their the persona i mean that's a possibility yeah, yeah that's a possibility i mean i i know definitely you know if you're a bad guy you don't want to be taking pictures with any of the fans and sure you don't talk to them, but the good guys you know like sometimes like that like they'd acknowledge you if you said something but sure but for the most part, they just walk to their car. Oh, I do man. have I do have a story. Um, one time, me and my brother we went to a WWE show, and uh, the the show was still going on. And I was just like, "Hey, let's just go to the parking lot." So we mm-hmm. went to the parking lot, and we were sneaking around the wrestlers' uh, tour buses, and we were just like, "Yo, hopefully, like one of the wrestlers will come out, and then they'll talk with us." And my brother, like he was younger than me, he was just like, "Sure," but like looking back at it now, like we could have got arrested. <laughs> You were literally going in the tour buses and stuff. No, 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 no. We were just walking around, and, walking like, hoping, around that, oh, hoping that, some, like, knocking on doors, like, sure. hoping that somebody would come out and be like, oh, yo, who the hell is this guy? You know, so. <laughs> yo, man, I, I used to do that with bands back in the day. Yeah. I I met Chad Kroger from Nickelback that way. Oh, <laughs> yo, straight up knocked on his tour bus door, and this dude opened the door and was like, who the hell are you guys? <laughs> just, Chad, just we're fans, left. man. <laughs> left from the other room at the at hearing Nickelback. Do you, Jason? Do you have any uh, crazy fan stories where like a fan went out of their way to meet you? Yeah. Mm, well, recently, this couple—I don't know if they're fans. I mean, they were kind of friendly, but they—they—they they, they found where I lived, and they—they—they they, they came over and they messaged me on Instagram and said, "Hey, look out your window." And I looked out my oh window, my God. and there they were hanging out in my front yard wearing those inflatable T-Rex costumes. Oh, <laughs> and I would have yeah, I would have laughed at that. I was like, okay, like it's, it starts off so creepy and it's right. so funny. 
<laughs> there was it was fun. I, I knew I knew there was a it was a they're uh, they're like around my age, maybe a little older uh, husband wife couple. We met at a, at a food tasting thing and they happened to find out there that I was an actor. And I think that that um, excited them. And so they would they would message me and, and, and whatnot. But they were in town uh, doing extra work on a music video. And then they they found my house. I'm like, how do you find my house? Like, and I, obviously, I'm giving it away. Obviously, it's very easy to find out where I live. Uh, using a quick search, so uh, you know, I, I, I don't. It, hey, if anyone's going to show up, please show up in a in an inflatable <laughs> costume of some sort. That'll definitely that'll definitely get get me excited to come outside. Oh Lord! Yeah, that's it's, it's just crazy because it's like you know you hear these stories of fans like finding out where their favorite celebrities live, and yeah. then it's like they're there for other reasons. Like, well, I like, mean, again, Sonya like, Deville. Just yeah. recently, yeah. had a scare. Sonya Deville. I don't know who that is. She's a, She's wrestler, a wrestler at WWE. Oh, did someone but, come to her house and? Yeah, some guy yeah. had been stalking her on social media and sending her messages, telling her he was going to kill her and her oh, sister, no, and no, all no. these crazy things. And um, her alarm went off one night at like one in the morning, and he was outside her window, man, and got into the house. And oh my god, she gosh. called the police, and they came and got him. Yeah, I mean, and I'm sure there's more stories like that for a lot of celebrities that you just don't hear about. I I guess I've been uh, where's wood to knock on. I mean, I've been fortunate. I I have, you know, I I never consider myself, you know, uh, you know, popular enough where to warrant something like that. Uh, But you know, I've definitely heard of of uh, actors who just got started who have had very unfortunate situations happen i had a most recently i had a guy who was pretending to be me on instagram and soliciting girls phone numbers holy and, moly and a gal screenshotted the conversation and sent it to me she's like this way you know this is going on and uh and i couldn't do anything about it because he was going under a fan site so instagram yeah. wouldn't take him down it was a fan All site right. so i confronted him personally i was like hey you got to stop doing this and i was very nice about it um, like, but I'm like, you got to apologize, you know, and you can't be doing this to, to solicit, you know, to it's, 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 you're stalking women, you know, it's not yeah. safe. You can't be doing that. And he got in my, fa- in my face through text. It was threatening to me. I had to make an FBI report. It was, it, you know, I'm sure it was harmless, but, uh, but Still, again, be too careful these days. People are yeah. wild, man. Yeah. Yes. And it's, it's, it's crazy how, you know, gullible some people are because i mean like on facebook you see um there's always these tyler perry facebook yeah i was about to say tyler perry giving out money <laughs> yeah, tyler really Perry's giving, yeah tyler perry's giving out like the share uh, this the first, i'm picking yeah, 15 share this. people yeah i'll pick 15 people to give uh one hundred thousand dollars to and people like they share it they comment on it and they believe it and i'm just like guys like this was really Tyler Perry. Like, come on, now. like there would be I a check see- mark, and there would be. I mean, exactly. people don't do the people. Obviously, we mentioned before on my Mars Variety Show that last episode, uh, people believe there was an Acme backdrop company that went around booting backdrops and people. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy because the first thing I thought was was Looney Tunes. That's yeah. what I thought too. Yeah, that's what I, mean? I was like, what's it like a, a legal? I mean, I think that's like a a, a legally a safe company that I could use Acme um, without getting in trouble. 
but so many people, even in the, and I, I posted the cease and desist letter because I made a fake cease and desist letter like, hey, yeah. the, you, the Acme Backdrop Company says you can't use our backdrop on the Mars Variety Show unless you have 1,000 subscribers, so, so stop use immediately. And in the top, in the, in the, in the, the letterhead, it said, uh, this is not a real email at gmail.com. Yeah. <laughs> One, two, three, <laughs> fake street, you know? And people, and people, they still uh, fell I mean, for like, that's, it. Yeah, they fell for it. It's, I mean, it's the internet. <laughs> like, uh, and on Facebook, like, we have this uh, anime group called Rosie's Island. And back in the early days of the group, I was doing this whole list thing and I was putting people on this, this imaginary list. I borrowed it from Chris yeah. Jericho and it's like, I would be like, you're on the list and you have 5,000 strikes and people were like, well, I'm leaving the group. I'm like, it's, it's not that serious. Like, who the hell gets 5,000 strikes? 5,000 strikes, dude. Come on. It's a joke, man. <laughs> it just show, it goes to show you the, the, the level of, I don't want to say ignorance or stupidity because it's not that it's that we're so quick to believe everything we skim. I mean, I'm guilty of it too. I skim read email and information. We're just so quick to jump to what we project is the reality. And, and that's the reality, no matter how absurd it is, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, well, just to let you know, you're on your 5,000 strike, sir. I am. So, uh, Yay! I know what that means. <laughs> It, it doesn't yes, mean anything. It don't mean nothing. It don't mean nothing. But people, <laughs> people. I mean, like, I can understand if you got three strikes, but it's like <laughs> telling 5, somebody to be, yeah, you got five thousand strikes. This is your five thousand strike. Give me one more chance. They would. They would, man. So, I mean, since we're on the topic of the Mars Variety Show, let's talk about it. So. What, yes. inspired you, what inspired you to make this show? You know, man, oh, hi, puppy. Wait, that's not a puppy. That's a giant. What is that? Hi. <gasps> hi. Is, is this Black just audio Black for people? Or? Bandit. <laughs> hi, Bandit. Yeah, that guy. You want to say hi? Hi, Bandit. What a sweet face. Yeah. Uh, uh, the Bandit, stop stealing my thunder, Bandit. Yes. You're talking about me. <laughs> I got inspired to do the Mars Variety Show because I moved to Nashville, Tennessee from Los Angeles, and I was completely blown away by the local talent here, the musicians. And it wasn't just country. It was everything. Yeah. Uh, uh, co comedy. There's a great circus scene here. All performers mm. uh, and uh, uh, hula hoopers, fire dancers, whatnot. And I would see musicians pour their guts out on stage for like six people in the audience or people on their phones. I'm like, you don't, you don't understand the level of, of art and talent that this person is giving you in LA. Like I would see live bands in LA, but I felt like most of the bands I saw in LA were showboating. It was like, like, like wrestling, you know, it was a little, a little bit of theater, but people here were giving you something. And I, and I wanted people to pay attention because it was so important. I, I had seen so much entertainment that how to remind people how special this was. So, I moved here, and and for my 40th birthday, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna throw myself a variety show. I've been obsessed with like the Dean Martin show and the variety shows of the 60s and 70s. I'll be the host. I'll be the Dean Martin, and I'll invite you know my musician friends and my comedian friends, and we'll get I'll get a space, and we'll just do a variety show, and I'll keep it like 
relentless. Like when that when that guy's done off on stage, lights out stage, lights up stage left, and there's like skit going on over there, over there, and then that lights out there, and then like there's a joke at the bar, and so nobody had time to look at their phones. They were literally yeah. looking around like, what's what's happening next? And it went over so well that uh, I just kept doing. And my background is television. So I thought I could easily translate this to a TV show. It makes so much sense. People have been trying to do the variety show. Uh, I don't want to like reinvent the wheel or anything. Just keep that, that same template, you know? And, yeah. uh, and I was pitching it as like a half hour, hour thing. And then COVID struck. And I thought, you know, if, if now's the time. And I think people will be forgiving because, uh, we're using our phones and using a, you know, a backdrop and yeah. stuff. And, uh, and it, it, it came to be like that. We did six episodes, which now you can see on YouTube, you can binge all six episodes. And I just had a meeting tonight about doing a uh, season two. Nice. Yes. I hope nice. you do, That's man. Awesome. Cause I really enjoyed it. Thank you. Yeah. It's yeah. happening. I'm, I'm all right. You'll be the first to know. I'm going to say it out loud. So now it has to be September 21st will be the first of six more episodes. Nice. Nice. Um, I've, I've been waiting for you to, you know, to dive into that. Now, I'm a big fan of every artist you brought on to season one. I yeah, mean, man. They have, I mean, the talent is pretty good, man. Yeah. You know, thank I'm just you, saying, thank you. Guys and gals, I mean, great job. Keep up with that, especially, man. I pride mm. myself on on knowing, like, who's got it, like, who, who, Who's who's giving you more than than you expect, and 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 they need to be shared with the world, like Madison Ward of Madison Ward uh, and the dude, Mama Bear. I could have waited uh, to bring them up because I was a huge. I went and added all of his uh, albums to my iTunes. Had you heard of him before the show? No, I, I heard he of and his any mom. Of you you had heard of him, Benjamin? No, no. I was saying I had I hadn't heard of anybody that you had on the show, but yeah, like everybody did a phenomenal job. He and yeah. his mom, Madison Ward of the Mama Bear, out of Kansas City, Missouri. They performed on, they, I heard one of his songs on the radio, and then uh, I, I saw them live a few times. I mean, they got a huge following, but not everywhere, clearly. I mean, like, I'm surprised that more people don't know about them. And, and, and the only reason Madison, I, I, agree, I think, agreed or I got his attention is because he's a, he's a goofy movie fan, you know? Mm. So that, that, yeah. I use that to my, my advantage. But I, that mean, man, that means so much to, that you said that because uh, I I I I love all those those artists on there. I'm glad that you you like them just as just as much. Yeah, I'm a pretty big pretty big on like music. I listen to uh, Tiny Desk concerts where they invite yeah. people in to do acoustic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For, I listen to that sometimes on my way to work. I'm a postman in Hampton, so you yeah, know yeah. sometimes when I'm on my route, yeah, uh, you know I listen to a majority and I find so many good artists that way in right. different genres that I've never even heard of. So you you know you just slid me some more to check out. So thank you very right on, much. Right on, right on. Well, well, there'll be more in season two. And hey, by the way, thank you for your your service. I, I I'm the UPS USPS thing is a struggle right now, unreasonably so. I don't know. I don't know what everyone's again. What's everyone thinking? You know. I don't know either. But here we are. Not thinking, man. No. <laughs> but yeah, thinking. I'm sorry about it. Especially with tough situations, you know, music is very relatable to a lot of people in different situations, you know. Sure. And it it, sure, sure. it goes along. Uh, I yeah. mean, a beautiful voice and a, a beautiful, like, instrument, play, like, performance, it's it's very cool, man. So, yeah. thank you. Yeah. Do you guys, do any of you guys play music? I'm actually a mix engineer. So Mix engineer? Yeah. Dig it. So, people go and uh, record 
send me their file sessions and I'd put it all together. Diggs, you got a good ear. Thank you. Uh, I, I've wrestled some musicians before and I beat them up. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, one thing that I did say before somebody rudely interrupted me and called my phone and I got disconnected from Skype. I don't know how that happened. Um, was that I wanted to say that I appreciate you using your platform to give others a platform to appear on because that's really cool because, you know, we found out about all these artists and comedians and everybody who watched the show, they found out about them as well. And like I said earlier, like everybody that was up there, they were very talented and thank you. Thank you. That they had a part in. And yeah, I, I think it's also cool that you do everything for the show from the editing to, you know, hosting, like you did a really good job. And I, I'm Thank glad you. I'm glad we were able to check it out, you know, because we were doing this episode, you know what I'm yes. saying? Like, so yeah, I definitely subscribe to it and I can't wait till season two airs. Thank you. That means so much, so much. That's exactly the, the, the feedback that, that, I, that I hope to get. Appreciate you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Welcome. I'm trying to now see Oh, Hold good. on, I got I got to ask because my favorite episode was uh, the night episode. Yes, yeah, that was, that cool? and dude, where did you get this Rubik's cube shirt that lights up? Oh, I got man. it at a con. This the uh, I think it was was it Dragon Con? No, no, no. It was it was that one that awful one we went to in in Galveston, Texas. Uh, but the, it's this company, and I've seen them at a few cons. They're based in California. But they have all these light up shirts. There's like Rubik's cubes. Like I got my son a, 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 a Pokemon one, and you can even send your logo, and they'll put it on there. I gotta, I gotta find them and do like a Mars Rider show one. But yeah, it's all and it's sound sensitive. Oh man, it was super cool. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, no, I was a huge fan of that episode. I was just telling the guys we really got to go get um, Ginger O Snap for this show because yes, I should. checked her out. And yeah. she does amazing cosplays. She does great. And well, that's cosplays. what we are. You know, I mean, we're a nerd podcast. Yes, so she had awesome. a lot of really good cosplays. You would, uh, I would then, uh, in my unbiased opinion, refer you to my partner. If you look up uh, Remy D five hundred four, uh, also an amazing cosplayer. Okay, as cool. well. And uh, yeah, and Ginger just lives down the street for me. Mm. Yeah, because that was some cool makeup stuff that she was doing. Yeah. Yeah, she's she's got some great her her partner looks like uh um uh oh what's it not Reynolds uh who plays Captain America. Chris Evans. Oh, thank you, Chris Evans. Chris Evans. He looks like Chris Evans and he's got a Captain America cosplay and and uh he, he's like a spitting image. I and, uh, I saw it and yes. it was spot on cuz yeah. she was also who's his lover Banks. Uh, Pam. Uh, Agent Carter. Carter. Thank you. Peggy. Agent Carter. Peggy Carter. Dude, she looked spot on Peggy yes. Carter to the movie, yes, yes, dude. Yes. Good stuff. So, yeah. So a question that I have, everybody who sent in videos to the show, were they all local or did you ever have anybody from out of state send anything in? Uh, well, Madison Ward uh, is in Kansas City. Uh, Samantha Crane is in Oklahoma. Uh, and, uh, I believe Emma Dilemma is in Texas. Emma Dilemma, she's the one who walked on the bottles. Yeah. Oh, that was walk. crazy. Yeah. She's that got, was crazy. She's got another, <laughs> she just got a kitten and she's been training the kitten to do the same thing. Like Holy walk on bottles crap, that's wild. and jump. And I'm like, girl, 
I want that. I want that act for my show. So I'm, I'm hoping she's working on that. Yeah, I, I try to keep it concentrated in Nashville, but uh, but I'm I'm gonna spread it out to like all. I mean, there's there's indie artists everywhere. You know, I'm sure there's fantastic people in your in your city as well. I mean, everyone deserves uh, deserves you know to to play in the, in this playground. You know. Yeah, for sure. I, I'm definitely gonna try to do something with uh, that's wrestling related that we can try to send in. Oh my show. gosh, please. Yeah, please, I'm, please, I'm, please. I'm wrestling on the 19th next month. So yeah. if I see somebody that's interested in doing the, the little skit that I want to do to yep. be on the show. Then. All right. I can't wait. <laughs> love it. Love it, love it, love it. It's a variety show. You never know what's going to happen, you know? I'm all for wrestling, man. Oh my gosh. It's got to be short. Keep the submission short. That's the thing with these 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 shows. Uh, all the the skits got to be like about two two minutes or so. Oh, okay. I was that's what that's what I was gonna bring up because you know how some of them you mash together, mm-hmm. like yes. you would have somebody playing, but then you have like a dancer. Yes. Did, did, was she? Were they really dancing to that song, or were you like, hey, this is good? I'll just put it together and kill two birds with one stone. No, the latter. I I I could. I just mashed it together. Uh, th- there was one. Um, I think it was the final episode where my friend Nathan was doing the the hand the hand tam, Yeah. And um, I said that was back to so her, cool. cool. I've never seen this instrument before ever. And Blew my fun? mind. Yeah, oh man, a, that was so cool. There's many different kinds of the hand tam, and there's there's another one. I can't remember the name of it, but it has this this sort of like reggae kind of like tonal to it but you can you can smack it instead of using the using the batons are you talking and, about uh, like the guitar that lays down and yeah. you pluck it yep yep i forgot what that's called too yeah but i, I never seen that hand ball thing yeah that was fun, that fun. was some wild stuff yeah i so i sent that track to to luna and she uh and she danced to it but other the other ones i just kind of like mixed together yeah, something else that uh, that really stood out to me on the show as well is how you were pro Black Lives Matter up there too. Like, I thought that was really awesome. Uh, well, you sure. I mean, like, it's it's really, uh, bam, pinkies, uh, <laughs> pinkies, pinkies, pinkies. <laughs> of course, uh, I love you, my 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 black brothers and sisters. My, you know, uh, everywhere. I mean, it just doesn't. I, again, and a lot of people are using their their common sense, and uh, uh, and I, I know people in my life who are like, all lives matter. I'm like, of course, all lives matter. Otherwise, the aliens would come and take us back. I mean, that's that's not, that's not how it works. <laughs> it's like it's like showing up to a birthday party and being like, oh, happy birthday! By the way, where's my cake? Because I have a birthday too. Yeah, but it's not it's not about that. Uh, it, 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 obviously. You know, and I can claim a lot of ignorance as a privileged white man. Um, so anything I can do to to spread that awareness, you know. And that's a good thing. It's, yeah. it's, uh, I always say if you have a platform, use it because people are watching, people are listening. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like it's better to say something than to not say anything at all. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I'm glad you. I'm glad you. I don't know what to say. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's Thanks cool. for your help. Sure. Yeah, thanks for the help. Sure, hey, sure. Again? Always. I really enjoyed, you know, the variety show. I never heard about it until Banks brought it up and was like, make sure you guys watch this show. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and um, I mean, so many acts. I mean, you must have had probably between the six episodes, 
what would you say, like 45 different I people? I count it. I mean, there's at least two, uh, two, acts per, two music acts per show, sometimes three. So we're talking like 12, mu- 12 music acts. Yeah, I'll have to do, I'll do the math, but yeah, there, there's a lot. You got, you got, you know, chicks dancing on metal, <laughs> metal dongs, dingalings, as Banks likes to call them. Dingaling. Dingaling is the PG version of that, mm-hmm. that word. Yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I saw it and I was just like, is she dancing on a dingaling? Oh, you knew, oh, you knew what it was. <laughs> was like, it's just like, if that's what you thought it was, then yes, yeah. that's what it was. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was, I was not afraid to have a little sexy on the show. Love to have a little, a little, little, little <laughs> provocative, a little sexy. Because oh. that, you know, the hee haw, you ever watched hee haw? They had the hee haw honeys. Yeah, it, it was just it was almost misogynistic. It was just like we're just going to have sexy women here to be to dress scantily clad and 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 stuff. And and I I definitely want to have you know uh, I I'm a big admirer of women and want to celebrate them. Uh, and, uh, and and I'm definitely using the platform to to use that to lure in viewers as well, for yeah. sure. Look, That's man, if food. you could if you could bring on the hee haw honeys and have them sing their song, that I'm sure. If, if I'm, I'm hoping they're all still around uh, and still with us. That was a long time ago. Maybe I'm sure if they do, they probably live live near here. Oh, I would have. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so now mm-hmm. let's transition to acting. Boy, sure, sure. Early days. Let's get it because you know because when when I told Trad that we was getting you up here, he was like Max Goof. <laughs> Bro, he knows. <laughs> Yeah, like Trav, like I mean, like I love a goofy movie too. But Trav, he really loves a goofy movie. It, like, it's the greatest Disney animated movie of all time. Right on, man, dig it, dude. Dig it, you have it. no idea. It's in my top five. But before we get to that, let's, <laughs> let's get to the next. Um, the brakes. <laughs> yeah, tell everybody, like, how did you get into acting? Like, what made you want to become an actor? Man, I was twelve. Uh, from Rhode Island originally, and my father got a job teaching to teach ballet in Fullerton College in Los Angeles. So we moved to Los Angeles, well, Orange County, really. And uh, while I was there, you know, we're close enough to Hollywood, and people thought I was cute, and they told my mom, and they're like, you know, you should get him into acting. There's this, there's this workshop here in Irvine, and they'll train him and see what happens. So they did. They uh, sent me to a place called Del Mar Media Arts, which is now transitioned to an online uh, course. So you don't have to be in Irvine if anyone wants to uh, check it out. DelmarMediaArts.com. I highly recommend them in my unbiased and you, opinion. And you're not getting paid for that plug, neither. That is a sincere plug. That you're uh, no, absolutely. I love the Bud and Bunny Barth <laughs> are my friends. I love them. I love their family. And uh, and they. I consider you know much gratitude for them for seeing something in me and and you know of course they took my money but they right. uh, but they but <laughs> no but they but they nurtured me and they sent me to an agent they recommended me to an agent who signed me that day that I went in and immediately started saturating me in auditions commercial movies voiceover uh, everything and I, and I just uh, a little on the job training and I would started booking things pretty quickly and uh, I was fortunate you know it's pretty dope now yeah. um I got a question since we're here, Jason. Um, how did voice acting come along with this stuff? Or was that its own, I guess, subject? Or how does that work? 
and then it, for, for me, it was just one, it was, like I said, it was one of the things that I was being saturated with. And yeah. one of the first professional gigs I booked was a, a radio spot for, I think it was Godfather's Pizza. Uh, mm-hmm. and, uh, and then I got my first cartoon when I was 12, which was Disney's Adventures of the Gummy Bears. I played yeah. the second <laughs> cabin. The first cabin went through puberty. It didn't sound like a kid anymore. So they, they got me. And, uh, you know, I, I, as I grew, got older, I would book little cartoons here and there with my own voice, but I've always was able to do kind of character stuff, impressions and things. And being an only child, I always, you know, if I was a big Transformers fan, so I'd watch the cartoon and then I'd go in my room and I'd get the action figures and Megatron, this is, your days are numbered. Oh, we got to get you prime. I would do the voices. <laughs> and, uh, that was sort of like my training ground, you know? And, Ooh. uh, and I remember when Aladdin came out, uh, that's one of my, that's like my top, that's my number one, like favorite Disney animated movie. And they were doing a TV series and I heard Robin Williams wasn't doing the TV series. So I asked my agent, I'm like, can I, I really want to try out for the genie. I can, I can kind of do a Robin Williams. I can do all these impressions. So I wrote my own monologue, doing as many impressions as I could. I read it for him and I was with the youth division of my agency. And he got excited. He's like, hold on, come with, come, come with me. He took me upstairs to the adult ver- division of the agency where, where Dan Castellaneta was, Homer Simpson, and all these other cats, and Michael Bell. And, and uh, they got me an audition with Disney. I did that audition. I didn't book it, but I, I got on their radar, and that's how they brought me in for a Goofy movie. Who did the I, genie for the TV series? Was it George Costanza? No, it was Dan Castellaneta. Oh, okay. Because George Costanza did Return of uh, Jafar. He played the genie in Return of Jafar, I believe. No, he was. uh, Return of Jafar was Robin Williams. I think he came back. Uh, No, no, I'm sorry. No, no, he came back for King King of Thieves. King of Thieves. He came back for the third. But Uh, I I don't know George Costanza's real name. I think it's Alexander something. Jason Alexander. Jason Alexander. But I believe he played the genie in the second movie, if I'm not. I think I'll I'll challenge you on that. Someone want to Google that? I'm pretty (laughs) sure it was Dan. Dan Castellaneta doing it. Do you mind doing your Robin Williams impersonation? Oh, hey. They say, how do you get to the Met? Money. My goodness. Do you like to play Mr. Lincoln? Duck. Hey, Al, can I call you Al or maybe just Dan? How about Laddie? Sounds like, hey, boy. Come on, Laddie. You smoke? Mind if I do? <laughs> Sorry, Tita didn't mean to singe the fur. Yo, rug man. Haven't seen you in a few millennia. Give me some tassel. Yeah, yo, yo. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah super we're... good. Since, since we're on the subject, uh, favorite Robin Williams movie? Favorite Robin? Oh, man. Uh, you know, I've always been a fan of Popeye. <laughs> y'all, y'all ever see that, that movie, his first I, movie? Oh, yeah. I've never seen it. I'm ashamed that I haven't. That's why you'll be ashamed. A lot of people don't like it. It's a, it's kind of a, it, it, it was a shock to most people when it came out. Cause it, it, it just it was bizarre, but, uh, it's Robert Altman directed it and Robert Altman, you know, uh, uh, a revered, uh, filmmaker. Um, uh, uh, we had, it was a musical and, and, uh, it was, I think one of first, one of Robin's first feature film roles. And, uh, it did not help him at all at the time, but I, I saw it. I think I was like five years old when I saw it, but I loved it. I loved all, everything about it, and I still, I still enjoy it when it comes yeah. on. I de- highly recommend you check it out. When you see it, um, they shot a lot of it in Malta. And if, if you don't know yeah. where Malta is, 
there's Italy, the boot. Under Italy is Sicily. Under Sicily, there's this dot, this tiny island, and that's Malta. And Malta has a film studio with a giant, a giant tank, a giant outdoor water tank that's level with the, uh, would that be the Atlantic Ocean? Um, uh, sorry, I- I'm actor. I took my GED. I don't know my geography. <laughs> uh, but uh, uh, they've shot, I think they're shooting the new Jurassic Park movie there now. Uh, but they shot Popeye there and they built these sets and the sets were still there when I did a movie there. I did a movie called white squall and we shot for a month in, in Malta. And I heard that the sets for Popeye were still there as like a tourist attraction. And I went, uh, and, and, uh, and, uh, hung around and walked along the steps and everything that Robin Williams walked around at the time. That's awesome. Yeah. That's crazy, man. You were right though. Uh, Jonathan Freeman was Jafar. Jason Alexander was uh, Abbas Mall. Yeah, he was like one of the villains. But he was in. I knew he was in the movie. I but, thought but who was played Jafar, the genie? Though. It was Dan Castellaneta, right? Uh, Jonathan Freeman. Oh no, that was Jafar. Um, Jafar. the genie. The genie was like you said, Dan Castellaneta. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Mike Drop. <laughs> but look, man. I'm a voiceover actor. You don't think I know who does the voices of cartoons? <laughs> look, if yeah. we're talking. Hold on. If we're talking Robin Williams movies, I have to shout out Jack as my favorite all-time Robin Williams movie. There you go. Little known Francis Ford Coppola uh, directed that, I believe. Is that right? Francis Ford Coppola directed The Godfather, directed uh, uh, Jack. Uh, Are you serious? That's wild. Yes. I guess a good movie, but I always thought it was underrated. Who, Jack? I mean, Robin Williams—he doesn't have too many. You know, you can pick them. You know, I don't think I've seen a, a bad, you know, a bad one. I mean, it's oh, Robin yeah. Williams. In a lot of cases, he he sometimes he would carry a movie, and sometimes he'd just be there. But yeah, he was yeah. a carrier, you know, easily. I know, just, I know there was like there was some like Robin Williams movie I didn't like. I can't remember. I, and I'm thinking of all the ones I love. Like The Fisher King was one of my favorites. Oh my god, The Fisher King is so good. He's got so... Have you ever seen 24-Hour Photo? That yes! Was so oh, yeah. good. This is what yeah. I'm saying, man. He's like creepy in that one. Goodwill yeah. Hunting. He killed it in Goodwill Hunting. Academy Award winner. My favorite is uh is Hook. That's my favorite oh, I movie. I love Hook, too. Hook is so good. My, uh, I mean, my, my oldest daughter, she's nine. And, um... She just saw Miss Doubtfire mm-hmm. for the first time. And I mean, she absolutely loved it. Loved oh, it. dear, I look like a Yeti in this getup. It's so good. So much good, good dialogue in that. How about Toys? You see Toys? Toys is so good, yep. Never seen it. It's oh, my dope. God. It's, it's weird. It's a Barry, Le- a Barry Levinson film. Um, uh, LL Cool J's in it. Um mm. It's it's yeah it's uh, it's stylistically great it's dark, uh, yeah. Good, yeah, that's a good Robin Williams. Movie. Plus, I mean, any excuse to watch Flubber in science class, man. I always uh, <laughs> I was always Flubber. down for that. Yes, yes, yes. Right. <laughs> yeah, see, with me, like there are a lot of older movies that I've never seen, and like, and they saw the time because i just saw the lost boys i want to say two weeks ago not even the just time. the lost boys tell this man what you also just saw uh the warriors the warriors he just saw uh, the warriors you know what I, I i have not seen uh the lost boys either what is that the I, Kiefer I, sutherland movie 
It's, it's a pretty good movie. Oh, it's I so have good. not seen. We got to put that on our list. <laughs> I just saw Heather's for the first time. I hadn't seen Heather's. Heather's. Oh, Heather's is a good one. And and the other night we watched Singing in the Rain. I'm going not like, saying it. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I, I'm just like in an old Hollywood kick, and it was. I don't know if you guys like musicals, but it, it's it oh, is. I'm a big time musical guy. It's outstanding. Brent hairspray, like yeah. Like yes. I don't like a, I don't like a lot of musicals, but there are some musicals like I really love hairspray. Like I'm I'm mad that that movie never got a sequel. I think it was, it was <laughs> get well, one in like 2009. I mean, you can't really. Well, I mean, yeah. Again, it was a remake, so I mean, you can't really. Yeah. But it was pop. But but the remake was popular than the uh, the original movie, though. And they yeah, said probably, they were because remake was the musical. The re- music musical based on the original movie. Original, right? Yeah, but, but speaking of that, did you see Cats? The new Cats. I did see Cats. <laughs> Let's talk about how amazing that was. <laughs> Look, I went to a midnight screening at our local art house theater and. We were everyone in the theater knew what we were getting ourselves into. Exactly. So we had a ball. It was so good. Is it a perfect movie? No. It was really disturbing to look at, but also sexy to look at. And yeah, uh, uh, I don't know. I had a good time. I would watch I, it again. I would probably exactly. watch it again and again. I I enjoy a good uh, Rebel Wilson cat butthole. Personally, <laughs> that's me. So, <laughs> this is still a PG show, yeah. right? Well, How would you know it from afar? From said, afar. So, but I said butthole. That makes it okay. It makes it. It makes it. You can't say the other word. Right. Okay. Okay. But just but talking about wanting to view Reverend Rebel Wilson's butthole is is okay. Um. Yeah, it, it's borderline. It's walking the edge. We get a little racy sometimes. Hey, real talk. I remember back in the day, like I had told my ex that Rebel Wilson was my celebrity crush, and yeah. she got mad about it. And I'm just like, hey. Hey, who doesn't? Who doesn't love Rebel Wilson? Like, look, right? man, I've, I've seen some new pictures of Rebel Wilson, and wait, she's turned it up for quarantine. She's turned uh, it up for really? quarantine. She's so, uh, she's posted some pictures. I'll take a look. No. <laughs> no, no. Oh. oh, I thought you. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, oh. if you consider her cat nude, then I mean, it's true. Oh, that's true. That's right. No, that's right. Well, but yeah, hey, so for my taste, but so getting back into voice acting before we yes, get to that segue. <laughs> true. <Before we> get <laughs> to, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna let I'm gonna let Travis wait this one out. So right. you were in Hocus Pocus, correct. Voice the cat. I'm mad. I can't remember the cat's name. What was the cat's name, Terrell? Oh, come Binks. on, man. That's your Binks, favorite movie? Zachary Binks, bro. That's right. Get him, man. Get him. All right. He knows. Look, two years ago for Halloween, me, yeah. my sister, and my two kids all dressed. They dressed up as the Sanderson sisters, yeah. and I dressed up as Billy. And our na- nice. next door neighbor, Gianna. She dressed up as Thackeray Binks. How about that? Right yeah. on. Cat girl. She's the she cat girl. Cat. Nice, nice, nice. Very cool. Hocus no, Pocus could... is a staple in my household. Well, then what I mean, will you all be wearing for this old Hallow's Eve? Is it... Can, can you even go trick-or-treating? I'm wondering. 
I don't think so, man. Might be trick or treat from the house. I'm hoping that that since everyone's been in quarantine, there'll be a lot less virgins walking around that black flame candle. <laughs> It'd make my life certainly a lot easier. <laughs> so, are we going to be seeing Binks and uh, Hocus Pocus too? I don't know. I haven't heard a thing. <laughs> yeah. I haven't heard a thing about it. No one's called. No one's called me about it. Dang, man! Like that's. I- Crazy man. I don't even know if that's really a thing that's gonna be happening. I don't I can't imagine it's really a thing. It shouldn't be a thing. I feel like uh-huh. sometimes you gotta let things just be iconic yeah, agreed. and leave them be. Agreed, agreed, agreed. Not trying to put you out of, you know, some money by all means. But Oh no, look, man, I'll be the first to tell you that like, you know, I I would rather not be in something uh awful than you know uh you know, I'm trying. Uh, I've lost my train of thought. Yeah, I'd rather it, it, I'd rather lose the work and have it not be made to con- to right. retain the integrity of the original uh, project for sure. Uh, I heard that they greenlit a script, so someone someone's writing it. I'm sure. Um, I mean, it's a, it's a, obviously a hot product at the moment, uh, but we'll see whether I'm involved or not. I I have I have no idea. Yeah, because I mean, like Hocus Pocus is just one of those classic films where it's like, you know. It still gets talked about to this day. Oh, you know, yeah. I, I remember, uh, you know, like there was a, a special that had came on a couple of years ago on ABC Family yep. where they were they were talking about the movie and, you know, talking yep. about the success of it and how it kind of flopped back in the day, you know, yeah. because of because of the, the timing that it had came out because it came out in the summertime, right? Yes, yeah, July. Of- it came out in July. It's a <laughs> Halloween movie in July. Who plans that? Disney. They can do anything, man. You know, but now, yeah, people watch it like, like I watch a Christmas story every Christmas. It's 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 a tradition. I have to. It's crazy. Classic. Now, I wish I could say we just watch it at Halloween, but unfortunately for my youngest Kylie, that's that's not the case over it's, here at this house. It's weekly weekly viewing. It's uh, it's up there. That's cool. That's Sometimes cool. I, I have to be like, okay, Kai. <laughs> I'm not watching this anymore. It's enough. That's enough of the witch movie. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I understand where you're coming from about you know not wanting to have your name attached to something, especially if it's bad. I mean, uh, we were we just did an episode on the Never Ending Story, mm. and it's like the first and the second movie were really good, and then you had the third movie come out, and it was just like it was okay. But it wasn't as good as the first two. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, you're losing the magic at that point. I didn't even I mean? know there was a Neverending Story three. Yeah, Jack Black's yeah. in it, man. What? Yeah. 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 And uh, the kid that was in Free Willy, <laughs> I'm mad I can't remember his name right now. But the actor that was in Free Willy, he was the man. He was Sebastian. He was what? Sebastian. In- I've never yeah. heard of this. Oh, yeah, exactly. Why? I mean, it's. It's kind of like, you know, Air Bud 6. Nobody's heard of Air Bud 6, really? but it exists. You know uh, what I mean? My my best friend at the time, he's no longer with us, but Jonathan Brandis was in uh, Never Ending Story 2. And we were both, uh, I was hanging out at his house one night, we were watching Saturday Night Live, and uh, during the, the weekend update, um, they, did, they post a, a, a photo of the, the poster that Jonathan was on about the Never Ending Story, and the joke was, Never Ending Story 2 came out. This weekend, if the first one was never ending, why do another one? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, why you got to do the second one, though. But the second it's never ending. 
some people didn't like the second one. Like the second one's my favorite movie. Yeah. Like I thought I thought it was cool the the concept of, you know, Sebastian having to make the wishes and whatnot. And then mm-hmm. of course at the end of the movie, the final wish, spoiler alert if you haven't seen it, he wished spoiler that the villain had <laughs> you know, and yeah, I mean I, I like the number in the story too. I don't even remember. I don't even remember. Yeah, man. Yeah. But it's uh but you know, talking about Hocus Pocus, um, just recently it was announced that there is a Static Shock movie that is going to be yes, out. right, and and you voice Richie on Static Shock, correct? Yes, uh, I've been I've been telling Trav like I, I want to go to a con and I want him to be Richie and I want to be Virgil. He wants to be Static Shock <laughs> so bad, Shock so bad, man. Yeah, and, do it. But it's it's like with that. I'm I'm assuming that it's going to be a live action uh, role. Yes. And I wanted to ask you for actors who voice act on these cartoons. Like, do have you ever heard any stories, or do you know of? Do they approach people to come and be in the live action versions of the cartoon? I mean, sometimes for cameos. Like, I know Samantha Newark, who is the voice of Gem of Gem Gem and the Holograms. She did a cameo in the in the live action movie. Um, I think Will and, and Christy Carlson Romano from Kim Possible, I think yeah. they, did, they did cameos. It's she usually did just do a cameos. cameo. Because yeah, usually like the voice cameo. actor doesn't look anything or can't look anything like, like the, uh, like the, the characters, you know, like, like I, I couldn't play, you know, if they're doing it like the, the, the cartoon and, and if they include Richie in the movie as a teenager, like I, there's no way I could do that. Right. But you, hey, you could be his older brother. You know, like, I mean, I'd be happy for any. I'd be happy to be part of that in any capacity if uh, if if they if they allow me. I mean, if any, if 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 there should be a cameo in the movie, hands down, it, it it's got to be Phil Lamar, in my opinion. Oh yeah, I mean, both of you have to be in it, man. Because like Static Shock was just one of those shows. Like back in the day when it was on Kids WB. Yeah, yeah. I love. Now, I mean, from it's that, a staple from, for our childhood, man. Totally, that totally. For the intro to you know the topics that were being discussed, yes. like uh, the episode where um, Richie's dad he was racist, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then then the other episode where where Richie got shot, like yes, like there there was a lot of stuff going on on that ep- on not the episode but on the show, and I'm glad that you know it was broadcast on TV so people could you know see like yo like this is how it is in some places. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had a uh, we had Ken Michaels on the podcast as well, and we talked about it in some of the shows he had been on, where it's like they talk about these real issues. Mm-hmm. That, was, yeah, go ahead, keep going. That you know now is like super prominent stuff yes. that people should be viewing now versus, yeah, of course, not of course. saying it didn't need to be viewed twenty years ago, but now it seems like it's more prominent than ever. I'm glad the conversation was going on then; it's still going on now, and. Uh, it was very brave. Uh, uh, I wouldn't say brave. I mean, it was appropriate for for you know the creatives behind Static Shock to use that platform to talk about stuff like that. You know, and it was and and how lucky was I to be part of it? You know, I was I was the token white guy in that show. I mean, I was lucky to be there. You know, uh, it it uh, I, I didn't realize it had been re released on I think DC Network, the DC streaming network. 
And yeah. so it's been a lot of people have been been uh, bringing it up lately. It's, it's, yeah, there. Uh, it it was announced this past DC fandom that uh, Static Shock's coming back next year in 2021 in the comics. Yeah, I watched that. I watched that announcement as well. What were some of your takeaways from that? I mean, I had no idea. I mean, I I'm not a comic book guy, so I only knew about Dennis Cowan's prowess through just working on the show. I knew he created Static and. Um, I, you know, I, I knew Dwayne, uh, McDuffie. I, I, I thought, I thought Dwayne was a, a TV guy. I didn't know that he was a comic book guy. I mean, so it was enlightening to me to learn about, um, uh, the, the, uh, you know, they had, they started their own comic book line, their own comic book studio, uh, all the other characters, the other characters they were talking about sounded really cool. Um, uh, that they had kind of broken the mold in, in a pretty standardized uh, genre, you know. I'm I'm sorry, Jason. I didn't mean about from the the takeaway from the static stuff. I meant like from the DC fandom in general. Like, what was your takeaway from everything? Was there anything that you saw that had you pumped, like the the Snyder cut of Justice League or the Justice the Justice League versus Suicide Squad video game that's coming out? Oh, the thing that got me the most pumped is uh, the Batman feature film. Oh yeah, yeah man. When, I, when I saw that trailer, uh, I was because I was I love Batman. I got a tattoo of Batman. I got a whole room of Batman. Um, I love me some Batman, uh, and so I'm I'm always skeptical. Like, how are they treating this? I'm not a big fan of of Snyder's take on Batman. Although that said, I'm curious about the cut to see what was what was withheld from him yeah. by the studio. Um, I will watch it. Uh, actually, I remember watching. Uh, Justice League and not hating it as much as I thought I was going to. I was like, oh, this is actually not bad. Um, uh, but yeah, most excited for the Batman. Definitely. I'm not, I've just kind of gotten into video games. I haven't seen the trailer for the video game that you're talking about. Um, I'm stoked for the Wonder Woman sequel. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Who doesn't That's love funny. that? 1980. So I'm looking forward to that as well. Yeah. And you know, since you said that uh, you're a huge Batman fan, how was it working with Kevin Conroy on Static Shot? It was a dream come true. It was it was great. I I, I had worked. I did an episode of the of uh, Batman animated back in the day, so I got to meet him and work with everybody. And um, getting to sit next to the guy as he's doing it is pretty oh, awesome. Wow. Uh, but for I mean, if I could be honest, the best part for me was sitting next to Mark Hamill, watching him yes. do his thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I, I've known Mark for years. He and I, we were at the same agency. He was one of the nice. adult adult voiceover guys in my agency, and I'd see him all, all the time. And uh, always super nice. And I was kind of told like, don't talk about Star Wars and, and, <laughs> and stuff like that. So I never, I never did. I never got a picture with him or anything like that. Um, and uh, uh, when I when he when I found out he was doing the Joker, I was dubious. I was like, really him? Because at first. I, it, it was Tim Curry that was cast right. uh, Joker in the back. And then that didn't go anywhere. And then they brought Mark Hamill in. I was like, man, this is exactly how it, he sounds in my head. When I'm reading the comics, this is exactly what's going on. Uh, so getting work next to him uh, in static, that was, that was ridiculous. Cause you've been in every Batman series, right? In some yeah. capacity. Gosh, you know, I didn't think about it, but you're right. I did Batman. The, uh, I did Batman beyond. I did brave and bold. I did the, the Batman, yeah, Batman. And, and you um, did the animated series. I did the animated series, and I did one of the uh, 
the uh, Gotham Knights, the that that first Batman anime. Yeah, right. I know. Now, um, when you came in and did Batman Beyond, mm-hmm. how often, because obviously going back to you know and Will from Boy Meets yeah. World, how is that something, do y'all have like a friendship that you keep up with, or did he connect you with that, or like how did that, because we love Batman Beyond, like we've Isn't talked it about cool? it so yeah. many times on this podcast, we, I love what Will did with it, I love Batman Beyond. Mm-hmm. And um, sorry to cut you off, Trav, but just to let you know, I slid in Will's DMs, and he still hasn't responded. Back. <laughs> oh, Will is Will is fearful of the internet. He is not. Uh, he's he he keeps a safe distance. He does it when he well, He's like a you know he's younger than me, but he acts like a you know an old man. He's he want he's he's set in his ways. He likes his thing. It's absolutely nothing personal. And but uh, but uh, but also like like he's extremely popular. He I'm sure he gets lots of people slide in there um uh but it, we you know we, we he and i've been buds since boy meets world and and i think our friendship was so prominent that people knew that and it seemed like anything that he was working on i was working on they would bring one of us in to play the other's friend right i did that on kim possible he and i did a movie together um Bat, uh, batman beyond they just brought me in you know the uh, to play opposite him, he played Lionel in the new Thundercats yeah. cartoon. Yeah, okay. He wrote a part for me. He wrote some of the episodes, and he wrote a part for me in that. Oh, That's okay. Awesome. That's yeah. so cool, man. Yeah, Trav, I hope that you do something like that for me. You know, <laughs> yeah, you're that Trav, dude. If I ever reach that level, I promise you and yeah. D, I'll, yes. I'll write y'all parts all day. Yes, yes, yes. I mean, again, man, you've been in so much stuff that I'm such a mark for. Yeah, I yeah. mean. I have all of Boy Meets World on DVD, dude. <laughs> nice. I, I, I mean, I know you're not, you were there for the early stages uh-huh. when they were still developing the show and weren't really sure the direction of it. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, again, Hocus Pocus, Goofy Movies, my favorite all-time animated movie. We're right, huge right. anime guys, so the fact that you were Haku and a Spirited Away, one of the right biggest on. Studio Ghibli movies, you know. Thank, it's, thank you, thank you. Spirited Away for anime fans is like prominent. It's up there, dude. And I mean, you've done so many iconic roles for our generation, dude. I appreciate that. That means a lot. I I love I love that feedback. Thank you. That means a lot. You know, uh, one thing that I wanted to ask since Trav had brought up Will, and I I don't know if he knows this or if D knows this as well, but you had told a story on Instagram where Something involved in a swimming pool and you getting naked. Yes. And- <laughs> now Banks so- likes to hear about other guys getting naked, so he really wants you to tell this story. <laughs> I told the story for the listeners and for my fellow uh, co-hosts. <laughs> yes. We Will was in a movie called Gold Diggers, and uh, and it premiered at at the Las Vegas Film Festival, and I went with him. And we're at an after party at the hotel pool, and he bet me eight hundred bucks to jump in the pool naked in, uh, in front of all these people. So I did, and uh, and as a result of uh, that little uh, antic, I was quickly uh, surrounded by security and escorted uh, out of the hotel. Uh, Will, <laughs> Will and his brother Greg were both behind me, going, "Jay, I'm right here. We're right here with you, Jay. Don't worry." They thought they were going to take me to jail or something. 
and uh, the big head security guy, like the main security guys that stopped me were so pissed. They were like, uh, <laughs> they were so upset. And then the main guy is laughing. He's like, man, what are you doing? I'm like, ah, I just, you know, it's a party. And they, uh, they were going to kick me out of the hotel, but I'm like, but can I just go to my room and get my stuff? They're like, wait, you're staying at the hotel? I said, yeah. And they, <laughs> and they were like, all right, well, just don't go, go back room. down to the party. <laughs> so I got, <laughs> and I did not accept 800 bucks. Well, it was like, I'm not like, don't worry about it. Uh, I, Greg took a photo and that was, that was the, that was the payment. <laughs> that photo was on my Instagram. Actually, if your listeners want to see my, my pasty white ass coming out of a, a, a swimming pool, uh, in Las Vegas, that's where you can find it. <laughs> uh, I, I thought it was funny and I just, I just had to bring it up. Yeah, <laughs> who knew that you and the, who knew that you and Duncan Fletcher were having so much fun together? Duncan, who's Duncan Fletcher? Uh, that was his character and uh, my date with the president's daughter. Man, one of the best oh, yeah, Disney Channel that. original movies. Oh yeah, it was one of my favorites. <laughs> and, and weren't you guys uh, in Trojan War together too? Yes, sir. Yeah, that's right. I remember I watched that movie when I was a kid. I shouldn't have watched it when I was a kid. But I, <laughs> I, I always thought that it was a fun movie. It, it kind of reminded me of uh, uh, what, what is that other teen movie where it's like the boy, he's trying to get with Jennifer Love Hewitt. Oh, uh, I can't hardly wait. Yeah, I can't go. hardly wait. There you go. Yes. Yeah, that's what War kind of reminded me of. So uh, when I was a kid, like I loved both of those movies. Yes. I, Do you still talk to Jennifer Love Hewitt? I haven't talked to Love in years. I ran into her once at a in Burbank when I was living in town, but uh, I haven't talked to her in a long time. Man, th- that was the crush when I was a kid, man. Right. Hey, you're not alone. You're not alone. It was her and uh, and Kimberly from Power Rangers. Karen right. Kimberly from Power Rangers, Dig man. it, dig it, dig it. <laughs> uh, so, Trav, are, are you ready? Uh, have we, have yeah, we, man. Are you ready? Go ahead, Trav. The floor is yours. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Bring it. What do you got? Look, man. A goofy movie. Yes. <laughs> the, the, <laughs> the greatest animated movie of all time. Yes, sir. You got it. Uh, so, the greatest soundtrack of yes, any yes. Disney movie ever created. Mm-hmm. All respect to the Lion King and the Little Mermaid. <laughs> what about Aladdin? But, what about Aladdin and Hercules? And Mulan? I mean, uh, they're, Alan they're Macon, good, man. They got nothing on him. Elton <laughs> John, who... <laughs> it, it's true. You just don't got nothing on power line, man. I mean, <laughs> tell I'm, me, tell me everything you want to say about a goofy movie, Travis. Go ahead, Travis. Travis, you've been waiting almost thirty no. years. Go these ahead. Palms is, these palms are <laughs> sweaty, man. Eminem style, right now. It looks like a kid in a candy store. Look at him. <laughs> man, I just. I I just love this movie so much, man. I would just want to get your take on how, because you were at the what was was it the twentieth or the twenty fifth anniversary they that ABC did the big concert for in Disney. That was twentieth anniversary. That was at D twenty three five years ago. Yeah, yeah. And we did a and we did a live. You, you were there. I was there. We did a me and Bill Farmer and Rob Paulson and Jim Cummings and Jenna Von Oy. And and Powerline himself, Tevin Campbell, That's and right. you can see it on YouTube. You can see the whole thing. We we uh, as as I was told, the D twenty three folks or Disney did not 
expect the amount of people to oh, turn yeah. up for the show that they did. And we sold out that auditorium, filled it up. It was standing room only. And we had, they had to turn hundreds of people away. And it was, it was outstanding. And I got to, um, uh, Aaron Lohr, uh, my buddy, Aaron Lohr did Max's singing voice in the movie. Yep. And, uh, and they, I got to actually do the singing at the, at the event. And you, again, you can see that on the YouTube clip. And then Tevin Campbell comes out at the end and does an actual, like there's a, a real Powerline concert for everybody. I did. It was so and, dope. So anyways, man, we're working on this movie, right? You got Bill Farmer. Yes, sir. Playing My Goofy. Dad. That's right. Goofy is um, the most underrated Disney character of all time. All right. I like Mickey. I yeah, like yeah. Donald. He's fine. They're fine. But I got an amazing Goofy hat. Yeah, <laughs> that I, I that I've had hanging up on my wall. Yeah, right on for many many years, and I love some goofy. And of course, man, you got to work with the amazing, uncredited Pauly Shore. Pauly yes. <laughs> now the rumor is though that he wanted to remain uncredited to not take away from the movie, as far as parents not wanting their kids to see the movie. What's the truth in that? Or I do think. You- I think that is true. Uh, I mean, he was at the time a big star. I mean, yeah, he was, he was just, a ra- and he was a racy kind of guy, you know. Yes, yes. Uh, his comedy was a little not children friendly. Well, totally. No, he was an MTV guy, and he uh, he was in a different level. Not 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 a Disney uh, yeah. persona per, per se, but which is kind of weird because his 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 personality and his voice is so recognizable. Um, but uh, but that I believe that is that is true. What can I say? I mean, we got the the perfect cast over here. So Travis, are you sure? Because I have a feeling when we hang up, you're gonna be like, "I oh, man, there was like five things I want to ask him." <laughs> oh, it, it it's gonna happen, man. But um, I wrote my notes on my palm and they melted off. So uh... <laughs> <laughs> what's your favorite part of a goofy movie? And I'll tell you mine. <sighs> Honestly. Yes. My favorite part of all time is literally the the beginning song where uh, Max is off to school. Nice, nice, nice. Uh, which okay. I will not sing. All right. And embarrass myself. <laughs> Bro, no. I sing podcasts all the time. You should do it. No, I'm not doing it. Man. They've been laughing since I can remember. <laughs> Travis, but they're not going to laugh anymore. No more. I'm not doing it, man. You're not sucking me into this. Wow. I mean, I'm not going to embar- How long did you try to get me on this show, Benjamin? I've already, this is how he's just throwing I've already embarrassed myself enough. Yeah, this is right. All right. My All right, mouth hurts from smiling for 20 minutes. Uh, <laughs> 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 All right. You know what my favorite part of a Goofy movie is? Tell us. When after the Nobody Else But You song. Right. And they're floating down the river. And Max turns to his dad and is like, Dad, there's a waterfall, and Goofy goes, hmm, waterfall. A waterfall? <laughs> so good. <laughs> so good. Expect, man, what, I think my favorite Goofy line that I constantly say all the time yeah. is uh, when he's trying to get Max to go with him, and he's going, oh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Max is like, okay. Okay. Hey, ABC suit, man. <laughs> ABC suit. ABC soup. Hi, Dad. Soup. You got it. That's dude. It's got so much emotional moments in this movie, man. It does. It does. Another favorite part of mine in that movie, and 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 it's funny to say, but it's with Goofy and Pete in the hot tub. 
which is funny uh, as it, as as it as, as it sounds, but it's but it's it's just it's two dads talking about their plight as parents. Right. Yeah. It's a real conversation. Something and they have expect. different opinions on how to. Yeah. You know, Rachel. Gotta keep them under your thumb, goo. That's right. My son respects me. My yeah, it's true. Me. And yeah. as a kid, you watch the movie and you're like, "Come on, man! He wants to go to the Powerline concert." And now, as a father, you're like, "Dude, he just wants to spend some time with his son, man." <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Oh man, I'm, yep. I'm glad that you love it so much. I, I love that people love a goofy movie. I have a lot of people that come up to me and say, like. I had a tumultuous relationship with my parents or I didn't get along with my dad, but we, we bonded over this, this movie. And that, 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 that's, these are rewards you never expect when you're working on a, a cartoon, you know? Now, do you oh. get the same type of love for the sequel, the extreme goofy movie? Yeah. I, a lot of people like, I, had, I got a message from, uh, uh, this journalist who, who wrote about the Mars variety show. He's like, man, Say what you want. Extremely goofy movies, like one of the best cartoons. Like you, you just, I, I, you like the uh, the the extreme sports uh, take on it and uh, the psychedelic, you know, dream sequence. Uh, it's a, it's a fun it's a fun movie. Really well really well done. Yeah, well, I, I think when it comes out too, like X Games is real hot. Yeah, in this era. Yeah, you know what I mean. Tony Hawk's real popping. Totally, totally. And then it's like, man, you got to show respect to my boy Pete Jr. He was represented for the big fellas. You know, he, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right, right. Hey, just, man. I really, I really hear a lot of people talk about an extremely goofy movie as much as, you know, the original. Because mm -hmm. the original is such a classic. I mean, like, who doesn't, who doesn't love Powerline and Eye to Eye? You know what I'm saying? Right, exactly. Like, that's my favorite part of the entire movie. Like, when everybody's on stage dancing. Like, can you do the perfect cast? Oh. Real I, I have not taught myself the perfect cast. I have not. I'm ashamed to say I have not. Not even just that. Powerline literally saw him do it for two seconds and was like, I got it. And yeah. I just all start going. <laughs> <laughs> it's, That's it's, why Powerline's who he is, man. It's just like Vanilla Ice and... Uh, uh, the Turtles. Yes. And <laughs> 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 he came to the rap just like that. That's like, right. Huh? Go ninjas, go ninjas, man. Go ninjas, go ninjas, go, go ninja. I had that album. I'm not ashamed to say it. I liked oh. it. Yeah, it's great. It's well, gentlemen, I've had a great time with you. I, I have to put my son to bed at some point. I was did about we, to do, did we get everything we wanted to, to know? Did we? Did we get all the questions a answered? We did. Yes. I think did. I was. I was just about to wrap this thing up, and I had one more question to ask you. I Shoot. went to. So what's next for you? Like what, what future projects do you have besides the Mars variety show? Uh, I did a couple of voiceover gigs out of my closet in the other room. Cause that's the way we're working nowadays. Um, I, I, I've non-disclosure agreements, but like one's a video game. One is a, is a cartoon that, uh, that is back for its fourth season. Uh, and, uh, and yeah, man, just just always hustling. That's what an actor. That's an actor's life. All right. Well, I mean, what well, then? That's it. Um, before we let you go, can you tell everybody in social media land where they can find you? At? Yes, please find me on Instagram at Jason Marsden. Uh, that's where I communicate the most. I'm on Twitter. Twitter is where I usually go and and like you know uh, give crap to my local legislation and 
senators. Uh, Instagram is where I is where I talk to people, and uh, and I would uh, ext- I would love it if you would follow at Mars Presents on YouTube and and uh, subscribe to uh, that channel and watch the Mars Variety Show. And there you have it. We have, you have it, man. Up here, Trav finally got his wish. Yes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Christmas came Actually. early. And, uh, you know, Christmas we just- came early. <laughs> I want to say thank you for joining us. And uh- Dude, that was super cool. Honestly, I didn't even know what to say because I was so, like, giggling. We know! <laughs> <laughs> You were acting like me when uh when when we had Ken coming up here and no I'm sorry not Ken when we had Christopher Dontrell Piper come up here because yeah. he was like he was like the first I think wasn't he like the first celebrity that we he had? He was the first quote unquote celebrity guest that we had. Wow. Yeah, he was just like he was like Banks was marking out and all this stuff. So it, it felt good seeing you know you sweating a little bit. Yeah, so, <laughs> hey, there I, was I, no I, way. He, there was no way he was gonna get me to sing. Boy, them should have did. Hey, it. Oh, you need to do it, man. You did. You, you should do it. Man. It's, who? Some people don't get this opportunity in all seriousness. But hey, he Thank said he'd come back. Yeah, yeah, he said he'd come back. I'm still smiling. So. about this trail? Huh? Did you tell your mom about this? Dude, I told everybody about it, bro. <laughs> I, I told, I told the kids. I told, oh, I told I Mandy. Ah, uh, man. See, I let him know. Hey, man. I'm, it's all about sliding in the DMs, man. So, Travis, are you happy? Like, I've never been happier on this podcast, bro. We finally got Mr. Jason Marsden up here, man. You know, like, I, I love a goofy movie, but I don't love it as much as you love a goofy movie. And a man smile. Did you see yeah. it? Yeah, I've never seen Travis like smile this hard before. Like, I wish that you guys could see like his smile right now. Like, it's enormous. <laughs> so she said, "I'm just, I'm just mad that you didn't sing with him, man. Like, you had the golden ticket. It's like you were like Charlie in the Chocolate Factory. You had the golden ticket, man. Man, you ever been like you practice all week for something, and then you get on stage to do it?" And you forget everything. Yeah. You just freeze, bro. That's what happened, man. Like, I was so taken aback. I was like, well, you got a you got a little less than a month to get ready for your audition. (laughs) Yeah, bro. Hey, just practice. Just practice, and then you can send in your submission. I don't need to practice, bro. You can be on the bars for riding. Yeah, just send it in, man. And and I'm pretty sure that you'll be up there. And it was awesome having Jason up here, like very nice guy. And I'm glad that, you know, by me sliding in his DMs and and staying persistent, that, you know, he finally came up here. So with that being said, let's go ahead take and- Take that, ladies. Yeah, hey. It was All somebody these ladies sli- talk about these dudes constantly staying in their DMs. Look what happened, gentlemen. Don't I'm give up. I remember what he said. Remember what he said. I was respectful. I never had them down, and and guys that are listening to this, if there is a lady or a, or a guy that you're interested in, 
just always remember to be respectful and don't, don't be stoked. Like don't like don't be aggressive. Like just just keep on talking and one day they'll say yes. And like, hey girl. None of that. Fluffy. So with that being said, fellas, tell everybody in social media land where they can find y'all at. Trav, you're up. You know your boy, you can find me at ZK Audio on Instagram. Um, I'm starting to be a little bit more prominent on the leveling up banks uh Twitter. And um yeah. Outside of that, you can add me on PSN at uh, T-R-A-V-I, capital O-S, lowercase Z-K. And uh, come play Fortnite with your boy. Um, Come play Fall Guys with your boy, man, because that game has your boy triggered right now. Jesus, man. (laughs) You haven't played Fall Guys. It's very fun, but man, is it triggering. Uh, Yeah. Uh, you can you can find me at uh, Instagram at uh, rebellious underscore D23. Banks, you're up. And you can find me, your hero, Benjamin Banks, at KingBenji underscore Banks on Twitter and Instagram. And you can find me on Facebook by typing in my name, Benjamin Banks, and I should be the first person to pop up. If not, then I will contact Mr. Zuckerberg and tell him to fix that. And also, <laughs> give us a follow on all the leveling up with benjamin bank social media accounts at leveling up banks where you can uh see some other cool stuff that we've been posting if you've never listened to the podcast before and you listen to this one then you can see some of our other clips and you might be like oh snap they did a samurai chan Blue episode i want to look at that or if you're in the anime we did a my hair academia episode and that's one of the greatest animes out right now and then, right. Oh, i'll check that out or so, so, oh, hold on or you can double back to last Halloween since we're coming up on this Halloween, and you can check out our podcast with um, David Howard Thornton from Terrifier. Hey, it's like a tribe called Quest. You got to say the full name. That's right. And with that being said, thank you everybody for listening to this week's brand new episode, and we'll see you next week. And remember to always wear your mask and to stay six feet away from people. And if somebody gets really close to you, fart on them. And if they say that they can smell your fart, then that means that they're too close. Peace.